mysterious little rhino. Chakaka! Alright, welcome to the Andrew Scott Show. My guest today is Kaylee Lagosi. Kaylee is a pastry chef and cake artist over at the Half Moon Bakery and Bistro in Syracuse, and she makes all kinds of crazy cakes. If you check out her Instagram page, it's at the Little Cake Artist. She has all these crazy cakes that are Batman themed and Harry Potter themed, and she's got one cake that's it's literally like a sculpture of a dog, but it's made of cake. It's a it's a cake sculpture of a dog. Absolutely crazy. Um, did not know this was such a thing. So very cool, interesting conversation I had with her. Uh, she's also going to have a cookie named after her one day, a pastry or cookie or some kind of baked delectable item that is going to be named after her someday. It's going to be called the Kaylee and uh, in her honor. So I had a really cool conversation with her, and I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. We are, we are not alive, by the way. Yeah. Oh, good. So, just forewarning. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't know, uh, where was Woody Wicks before? Um, I'm not sure, actually. Okay, oh, and but if you can, like, pull this up oh, to your... Oh. <laughs> it's got to be, like, a fist away, they like, say. But you can, you can move it wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> little fist, so you got to be extra close. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can move it however you, however you want. But, uh... Yeah, I, is Woody Wicks a big thing around here? I've only been in the area for about two years. Um, yeah, I think so. They have, like, cute knickknacks and stuff. And actually, one of the vendors that we have at the bakery, um, Donnelly Designs, they're there, too. So it's really neat. It's like a oh. collection of local people. That's cool. Um, the bakery, you're at Half Moon Bakery, right? Yeah, out cool. in Jamesville. Oh, Jamesville. Yep. So. Oh, so you have to drive even farther to get to Jamesville from Liverpool, right? It's only about a 20-minute drive in the Oh, morning, really? Off okay. highway driving, so super simple. Uh, I used to work at the casino out in uh, Verona, so that was like a 45-minute drive. So. Okay. Which which is the one out in Verona? Is that Yellow? Um, Turning Stone. Yellow. Oh, Turning Stone. Okay. Yeah, they're Duh. all the same. Yellow Brick Road is the same company. Yeah, and they've got one uh, Point Place now in Bridgeport. Yeah. I can't keep them all straight. <laughs> I don't go to casinos, so I don't know. Yeah, I... I used to go to like lava and stuff before, but when I worked there, I don't know. I oh, okay. just went there for work and then went home. Yeah, yeah. Lava's the is that the restaurant in there? Yeah, that's a nightclub. Oh, so nightclub. They okay. Have phenomenal restaurants though, like Tavern. I really like their food, and they've got Pinot and the Steakhouse and all that. So. Oh, interesting. Um, so Half Moon Bakery and Bistro in Jamesville. Yep. And you're a cake artist there. Yes, I'm the pastry chef. Pastry so chef. I've got my own little team that I work with. Uh, we have two bakers and an assistant decorator. So we're creating wedding cakes and different pastries for the front. And I think a lot of weddings are moving towards a dessert bar. So we've been doing a lot of small mini pastries and cupcakes. Yeah, your Instagram profile is pretty delectable. <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs> yeah, um... So you oversee three other people yeah. all making pastry. Okay, interesting. I know nothing about this world. Nothing. Well, then, it's, it'll be an interesting conversation. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. How did you get into it? Um, so, I mean, as a kid, I always really liked to bake. That okay. was always my thing. And I was originally going to go to school for pharmacy. And then December of my senior year, I was like, uh, I don't know. I think I think I should be applying to culinary colleges. Ah. So I applied to a bunch of them, and I got into a couple, and I ended up going to Alfred State College. Okay. Um, just like their... pharmacy just wasn't wasn't yeah, it. I was just like, I'm not really great at math or science. So... <laughs> and sugar is better for you than a lot of pharmaceutical drugs. So <laughs> yeah. let's do that. <laughs> so I figured that. I don't know. 
I'm very passionate about baking and all of that, so I felt like it would be a more fulfilling career. Yeah. So I ended up going to school for that, and then I worked at a small Italian bakery in North Syracuse for my first job. Which um, one was that? Mario's. Mario's, okay. So he is, like, he's the best. He's, a, you know, he's so knowledgeable, and he's been in the industry forever, and I still go back and, like, chat with him, and we're good friends. Oh, and, yeah? Yeah, so I worked there for, like, two years. All right. Learned a ton. Cool. I feel like every area has a Mario's. Oh, Like, I grew yeah. up in Binghamton. There's a Mario's there. Oh, really? There's a pizza shop, not, not, not pastry. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like everyone's got a Mario's. <laughs> I think it's funny. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from there, I went to Turning Stone. And so at Turning Stone, I did, I started off as like a baker. Yeah. And then um, they noticed that I was really good at cakes. So I ended up doing like the cakes for opals and different little things. And then I ended up on weddings. So I did oh. weddings there for five and a half years. And then after that, I ended up at Sugar and Company, which was downtown in Syracuse. If you're new to the area, I don't know if you are here when that was... I don't. Oh, is it gone now? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but it was a great little place. Tier. Dessert and wine. Um, <laughs> so I worked there. I helped them kind of get off the ground, develop their menu and stuff like cool. that. And it was, it was really interesting to see, like, marketing and kind of, like, growing a business and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then um, then I ended up over at Half Moon, and that's where I am now. Okay. So turning shows when you first got into cakes. First got into wedding cakes. I okay. was a cake decorator at Mario's, but they do, like, little birthday cakes and like oh there was another decorator so she did most of the weddings okay so okay I very little got to dabble in that gotcha so then how did it go from that to like batman cakes <laughs> um well i'm a nerd so <laughs> <laughs> i love uh, all of that i love nerds um i don't know if you've seen the four-tier cake that i did recently kind of in november it was like um, batman and superman and yes all of that i think i did yep so that was, was my husband's 30th birthday cake oh really yeah so we're both big nerds, and we like anime and comics and just, you know, all of that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's cool to make cakes like that. Like, I can make really pretty things, and I can make really fun things. Yeah. So. I've noticed. You've got a lot of different stuff on there. Yeah. I saw Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other, like, crazy things you've made? Oh, God. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've been working more towards, like, really detailed things. I went and took a class, and so now I'm doing, like, sugar flowers, okay. which are, like, really pretty handmade, ornate flowers. Are they the thinner-looking ones mm-hmm. I thought I saw? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I forgot to plug this in. You um, can keep talking. Though. That's fine. <laughs> that's why I put this here. Last time, I forgot to plug it in. and had to do the same thing, and I thought I would remember since I put it there, but I didn't. Anyway, <laughs> we're working out the kinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Learning process, right? Yes, exactly. Um, so the flowers. So the flowers, yeah. Um, so I've always kind of done them, but I took a class with Ron Ben Israel a couple of years ago down in New York City. So that was the like famous chef person oh, that yeah. I should know. He, mm, <laughs> in the cake world, yes. Okay. He's, okay. Like, amazing. Does these huge cakes, really ornate, um, a lot of fondant covered cakes, but he's well known for like his really neat, tight little flowers. Like everything's like perfect. Okay. And then I took a class with Maggie Austin this year, who is like a little more natural, flawed, like really they have a lot of movement so interesting different styles i had no maggie is another person like so i didn't know that the cake thing was that big like as somebody who has no exposure to it to hear that there's like experts teaching classes and all that stuff like is it like something that people travel across the world for or across the country like yeah definitely well from all over the world like when i took around ben israel's classes they had 
people from all over. Yeah, that doesn't sound like an American name either. I'm not actually sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just... Um, But the funny thing is, they both were dancers before they were sugar artists. Really? Yeah. So, I think that was, like, their second career, but they loved that it was, like, another art. Yeah. And moved into that. Yeah. But I definitely think... I'm sorry, can you pull this up just a little closer? (laughs) The classes are kind of like anything else where it's, like... If you're in an industry, there's yeah. always room to grow and progress and yeah. learn different ways to do things or different techniques. That's so true. It's just crazy that it's it's that big. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just nuts. I never would have guessed. Um, that's wild. That's wild. So you do a lot of different wedding cakes and pretty things, but what do you like doing more? The comic book characters and anime stuff or... I really like doing the weddings. Yeah? That's probably my favorite thing. Oh, really? Um, okay. I was expecting but, you to say the superheroes. <laughs> well, the superheroes, that's fun in, like, a different sense. I feel like that's not my strong suit, though. Like, I feel like doing things out of fondant, I'm still learning. And I'm okay. still, like, growing and yeah, kind of developing every day. my skills. So that's more challenging to me. So I guess it's more stressful. Ah. Like, there's more detail? Yeah. And it's... With flowers, you can break a petal or something can be off place. But, like, with superhero stuff or, like comic book stuff it's like more it is what it is okay huh so there's more margin for error with the weddings yeah okay so you have to be more precise mm-hmm. interesting that's crazy i yeah i never would have guessed there was such a big thing but so, so what do you do for like continuing education do you are you still going to more classes or like is it basically just you're just kind of doing it and getting better that way yeah i feel like there's a lot that goes into like doing the job and learning right. from the job because you're kind of always doing something different. You have customers who come in and they're like, oh, I want this and I've never done that before. So I'll yeah. research a little on my own and figure out like what techniques to use. Um, I did recently a little kind of like shaped dog cake. It was like a little... Oh, I did see that. Yeah, with like I did the white that. fur yeah. on it. Um, so I kind of had to look up like how to do the Rice Krispies to mold the dog and then uh, ganaching technique to kind of smooth it out and stuff like that. Yeah, wow. So, because that was more, looked like a real life. It didn't really look like a cake, right? If yeah. I'm thinking of the right one. Yeah, yeah. Like it was ju- like a dog coming out of the cake. Kind okay, of. yeah. yeah. It, but the top of it, mm-hmm. like, did not resemble a cake, really, or yeah. what you think of. Yep. Ah, that's cool. You're, like, remarkably fit for being with sugar all the time. Like, <laughs> do you eat any of your own cakes? I do, but I feel like sugar, to me, has kind of lost its desirable desirability um i'm definitely more of like a french fry person i like chips and pretzels and goldfish and that kind of thing but i'm a runner so me and my husband we're both like long distance runners i did my first ultra this year oh man yeah so that's intense and it was just a 50k so that's like 30 just a 50k ultras can go up to like 100 plus miles and i know like a couple people who do them around here and i don't know so to me that's like the baby version of an ultra. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's still crazy though. It's called ultra for a reason. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. That's nuts. So <laughs> you make cakes. Don't eat any of them because you're sick of sick of cake at this point. Well, like, I eat them. I have to like taste test okay. and make sure everything tastes good and for the client and everything like that. All right. But, that's fair. But that's, that's fair. about all I indulge. <laughs> that's funny because I worked at uh, a Perry's ice cream shop when I was in high school. And I've never loved ice cream more, like, since working there. 
It's like it's my favorite food group. I tell people, <laughs> <That's so laughs> like, <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm the opposite. It, I just there were fifty something Perry's flavors, and I I took to it. <laughs> and you're still not sick of it. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, no. No, I I eat pretty healthy, but if I'm gonna have something, if I'm gonna indulge, like no offense, I don't really eat a lot of cake, but. I, I like hear ice that cream. more and more. <laughs> more and more people are like, I'm not a cake person. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. It's just for looks then or what? Come on. It's just for the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool though. So how'd you get into running? Um, so I mean I ran in high school. I kind of I tried a couple different sports. I was a swimmer for a while. Okay. I wasn't a huge fan of getting out of the pool and being cold honestly <laughs> so that's fair that wasn't really my thing um I tried doing dance and I'm absolutely awful at dance um I skied in high school as well but I don't know I also don't like being cold so I kind of fell into running you're just living th- in the wrong area then yeah I don't know, I don't what know you're why doing. I'm in Syracuse <laughs> <laughs> family I live here for family <laughs> fair um but as far as running goes I kind of I had a few friends who ran and they're like oh come come do cross country it'll be fun and yeah all the elements you're muddy and it's raining and I don't know it's just a lot of fun so I ended up running all through high school um I broke my leg senior year oh running down a hill Somehow, running down a hill running down a hill at uh bbs high school just like buckled or what um my ankle like gave and the bone snapped oh my gosh and i was like 100 meters from the finish oh. so that was cool um Miserable. there's tons of pictures of me crying and <laughs> all this great <laughs> stuff from it but um that's hilarious yeah so you'll have that for the rest of your life <laughs> It's an experience. It definitely was. And I was like, I'm never running again. This is awful. And I went to do my tour for Alfred State, and there were signs all over their athletics building that were, like, looking for cross-country runners. Uh, so I was like... Suckered you in. Huh. So I went and talked to the coach, and he's like, yeah, 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 you'd be great. So I ended up running in college, and I loved it. And that's actually how I met my husband. Okay. So we both ran together in college, and we were, like, best friends in college, and then, like, kind of met up later down the road and ended up together that's cool so that's cool god but to go from like casually running though to doing an ultra i feel like is a little there's a little bit of a jump there (laughs) it wasn't just like oh three miles okay actually let's do 30 (laughs) it was like so i ran mostly in high school the highest i ever did was three miles yeah i did steeplechase in college which i'm still not sure why i did that because that's like giant the little barriers with the water pits and everything. Oh. So it's like almost like hurdling, but not because you're stepping on. Was that like the birth of the obstacle courses? Uh, <laughs> Is that where that stemmed maybe from? Maybe that was the inspiration where those <laughs> races came from. I've heard the term steeplechase, but... Is it is it like a barrier that's like this high off the ground? Okay. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Never mind. That was... Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So I did that. And then... Let's see. I graduated college... And I ended up running a couple half marathons. And I really like, mm. to this day, I think half marathons are probably my favorite distance. Okay. Just because they're long, but they're short enough to kind of, like, run well and, like, oh. race it. Where okay. I feel like the marathons and the ultras, you're, like, running it kind of to finish, but, like, to do well still, but it's... <laughs> you just want to cross the finish line, finish line without dying. The pace <laughs> like... is so much less intense. <laughs> um, but, I don't know, yeah. You're just basically trying to finish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds crazy. Like, I run three miles, and I'm like, it's, it's, my legs can do it. It's more of like, can I deal with the monotony of running still? Yeah. You See, know what I mean? I 
I listen to music. A lot of like okay. runners don't. Yeah. A lot of runners that I run with don't. When we go to, we run with Syracuse Track Club and go to practices with them sometimes. Syracuse we, Track Club? Yeah. So they're like a recreational club just okay. around Syracuse. A lot of different runners. Not through the university. Just, no. okay. Um, just, there's a running group. Okay. And okay. Uh, we do cross country with them. Cool. So there's a cross country series in the fall that like a bunch of groups from like Ithaca and Rochester and Buffalo like we all get together and run at each other's different courses oh that's fun so it's kind of nice to have a team outside of school because now I'm much older and right I run with the school <laughs> yeah um and have people who are just as passionate yeah but that's cool do you am I right about the monotony of running though like is that a is that the hardest thing about running or like because I feel like once you and I'm I've never run more than nine miles at a time and that was one time like never done it and I was I was really frustrated I just need to blow off some steam I ran nine miles but I've never run more than that I just feel so I have no experience but I feel like if your legs are like if you have the muscle and the the stamina and like that kind of thing like it's really just a a mental challenge right Yes, it definitely is yep so it's just like keeping yourself going like for the ultra I was just tired and it was raining and I was just like oh my gosh I want to be done like I just want to be done but then you kind of get to yourself where you're like okay so the way I handled that one was I like was like okay you know 15 miles to the halfway point so you run and run and run and they get to 15 miles and they're like okay only 15 miles left and then you count down and that kind of makes it a little easier okay like listening to music or some people listen to podcasts I can't listen to podcasts while I run yeah be mentally stimulated I just like drown them out and don't listen to them Cause I'm like, oh, my legs hurt, or oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, so how long did it take you to do 50k? I don't remember. I didn't do like super well, but I didn't do bad. I started out at like an 8:30 pace, which you was finished. So I, I think that constitutes doing well. <laughs> but by the time book. I got to like the last five miles, I was like just dead. I crossed the finish line. I wasn't even breathing heavy. My legs were just shot. Cause I think like my legs just weren't they weren't ready yet. Mm, okay. But. But I still did it. And yeah. I finished it. And it was, it was a good, good challenge to overcome. And now I'm running another one in July. Oh yeah. Yep. So, so how long ago was the the other one? October. Okay. So that was pretty recent. Yeah. And then another one in July. Where's the one in July? The one in July is the Finger Lakes 50s. So it's actually okay. a trail ultra, which should be a little more interesting. My first one uh, was a road ultra. Okay. And it was ridiculously hilly. That sounds probably more boring yeah. like mm-hmm. i gotta imagine running through the woods is way better oh so much better and the finger lakes is gorgeous mm-hmm. yep. so that's probably gonna be cool yeah at least easier in that regard oh man so just trying to think about running a 50k i'm like <laughs> sweating um and that's what 33 miles i think it's like 31 it's like close to 32 okay how do you even train for that? Are you like running marathons? <laughs> no. Um, so you run. I do marathons to train I for my marathon. Didn't get that close. Even when I ran my marathon, um, I, I only got to like 23 miles, I think, before. Okay. And I think for this one, I only got to like 26 miles before I ran it. Because you can always kind of make it to the last couple of yeah, miles. Yeah. like adrenaline. But I'll be fine. I'd like to train to the point where I'm comfortably running them. Yeah. But that takes, like, years of building up, I, I feel bet. like, and being consistent. And during the wintertime, I have a really hard time, especially when it snows. But we got a treadmill this year. Ah, nice. Which is the worst thing in the world, <laughs> because I hate being on the treadmill. But 
I'm training. So Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's talk about monotony. Yes. Like that is treadmill. the definition of monotony. Well when I, I run a couple days a week now, but it's on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. At uh a gym over here. And uh that's like the challenge for me. I tell my I tell myself like I just zone out at the wall. I try not to look at the time and just like Yep. Tell myself it's it's just gonna be over when it's over like just keep going it's so much easier to run outside we've had a mild uh, winter which is wonderful it was like 60 degrees this weekend it was beautiful crazy Crazy. yeah did you run uh outside a yeah yeah nice how many miles you put on a week um it depends on what point in my training i'm at yeah as i got closer to the ultra should have been higher but i was at like 40 miles a week damn so that's like a huge time investment too it's on yes. top of like just being hard yep. <laughs> like you got a budget for that you have to like also make sure you're like eating well and drinking water and all this stuff so it's not eating a cake. very conscious effort <laughs> you can eat cake you can eat whatever <laughs> no, I'm, you want <laughs> i'm kidding do you follow any specific diet like training for something like that no i don't know i eat pretty healthy yeah yeah it's like more like i hate eating breakfast because i wake up so early so i'm just like mm. i don't want to eat breakfast so i have to like make myself eat breakfast <laughs> and i try to carry like little like protein bars and stuff for during the day okay if i need to eat before i run yeah so I why just, don't you if you don't want to eat breakfast why don't you just not eat breakfast that's not good for you <laughs> it's not that's not true you ever heard of in, intermittent fasting yeah but nah. <laughs> i don't know when you're running that much you need the calories yeah burn, yeah so. no i you definitely gotta have the calories for exercise but as you could eat like bigger meals or you have a hard time eating like because i know some people are like oh, i have to force myself to eat like i can't put on weight like friends and uh when i I'd, I'd have friends in the gym i worked at the gym at oswego where i went to school oh. and there were some people that just like oh i don't want to eat i don't i don't get it so i'm one of the people who if anything i all overeat i don't under eat like, <laughs> i'm definitely i i love to eat and i love food and i love yeah especially the industry you work in all of that oh yeah <laughs> and it's more like when i'm working I don't make time to eat when I should. Uh, so I have to like sit down and be like, okay, I need to take 10 minutes to sit down and eat something because I'm constantly going. Right. But I don't know. And it's finding like foods. Like I can eat yogurt in the morning. Yeah. Fine, and it's like quick and I can just get out the door. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's, it's probably more of a time thing. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, because running that many miles, you got to be eating a lot. Yeah. Because what do you burn... Isn't it like 100 calories for 10 minutes of running or something like that? I think it... Like general rule of thumb? Yeah, it depends. I burn less calories, I feel like, because I'm smaller. Okay. Because my husband, like, we both have smartwatches, and he burns uh, way more calories than yeah, I do. Yeah. So. What kind of smartwatch? Apple Watch. Okay. Do you I, like it? I love it, and it's, like, the only thing that fits me. Oh, really? So, <laughs> yeah, I love this one, and it's, like, water-resistant and whatever, so when I run out in the rain, it's not a big deal. That's cool. I've thought about getting something like that. I just, I don't want to have an Apple watch. Like, I don't want to have text messages and phone calls on me all the time. You like, can turn that off. <laughs> I am, but just, I don't know. Like, the technology in general. Like, I want, I don't even want to be able to do it. Like, because it's tempting. Like, yeah. you can turn your text message alerts off on your phone too, but I don't know. I no, I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> you don't want to be in constant contact with I sh- the world. I want a heart rate monitor and that's it. It can hook up to an app on my phone and that'll be cool to give me all my data, but I don't want, no, I can't do it. I I work in digital marketing and like on face, if I'm on Facebook, chances are I'm working. Like 
I don't use it a whole lot personally. I just, I, I think it's too much. I think it's too addictive. <laughs> it definitely is. I feel like it, at one point I was like always on Instagram. Yeah, like, yeah. Building my followers oh. and like it's it's addicting. It's like, a you're trap. Like, oh, look! If I post this picture and you see what people like, and then the more people you get and the interactions, and it just becomes this big investment of time. Yeah. When you could be doing other things, but I feel like it's also important because it's a wonderful marketing tool. Oh yeah. Like I put my cakes out there and people can see what I do. And exactly. Then they're like, oh, well, I want to order from her. And so then it's a point of contact. And mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's connected good. with you on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm glad what you said uh, about it being a tool. Cause that's exactly what I say. Like, cause you know, it's easy to jump to an emotional conclusion about it's, it's terrible because it's addicting all these kids and whatever. And you know, people don't have real conversations and right. Um, but it enables a real conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically. But uh, people walking down the street don't look up from their phone and they don't do anything else. They don't communicate. They sit at a restaurant. They just look at their phone. Yeah, it's a tool and they're not using it properly. Like, But it still has a function. Like, It was built for communication and it's very good at that. That doesn't mean it also can't be abused. And I think uh, it's just... I don't need it attached to my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand. It's, uh, no, I can't do it. Because I just feel like it's distracting. I get so many emails and calls and stuff, like, as it is now, that if I had the ability to, like, like wake up and just have it there before I even, like, get out of bed, that's that's just not good. That would not be good for me. I'd drive myself nuts. I go nuts enough as it is with this <laughs> with this stuff the email but yeah it's definitely a great tool you have a huge following on instagram yeah and it's so funny how did that happen everyone asks me that question everyone's like how did you do this and it's like it kind of just happened so when me and my husband started dating Mm -hmm. i would drive out to buffalo every weekend really because he lived out there i lived out here oh okay um so like he would come out here friday nights we would go out to dinner and then i would go into work saturday he would drive home and i would then drive out to buffalo so that we could spend time together every week every week and i was working crazy hours because that's when i was back at turning so and it was like 14 hour days oh that's even further away from buffalo oh yeah yeah (laughs) so i would drive past there he was on my way to buffalo be like hi okay um so I would go out there. He would work on Mondays, and I would stay out there, and I would just kind of, like, do emails, and I would edit my photos from the weddings that I had done the previous weekend. Yeah, yeah. And then I would go on Instagram, and I would post my photos, and I would interact with people and answer questions, and the first year, I think I went, it took me two years to get to 1,000. Okay. And then that third year, I went from 1,000 to 10,000. Wow. And okay. then the next year, I went from 10,000, then on to 30,000. And then I kind of just leveled off. Huh. So I'm at like 45 now, but it was like 47 a couple, like maybe last year. Oh, really? So it kind of just, huh. I don't know. I haven't been posting. I haven't been active oh, as much. that'll do it. But it's just one of those things where I was training for the ultra. I was doing other things. Yeah. So life gets in the way. I was just like, eh, maybe not paying attention to it as much. But I still try to interact with like the followers. Like if people have questions, like, how do you do this? I'm yeah. very open and like, oh, I use this recipe or I try to do this. So. Right. That's really cool, though. Yeah. So it kind of just, it just happened. Yep. And it fell off once you started posting regularly. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, the way those algorithms work and everything, it completely favors consistency. Yep. So, you know, 
and engagement too but it sounds like you still do that and engage with yeah, people i still try to like go through and interact and, yeah but it's huge though i feel like tasty blew that wide open oh yeah definitely. <laughs> uh, little videos and any barriers that were there tasty just blew the doors down yep it's crazy yeah, those things get so many views on they like do. Facebook and stuff. I I used to get them. I had to like, uh, <laughs> would I unlike them or block them or something? I had to I had to do away with it. It was too much. Too distracting. Yeah, I have an app on my uh, computer, and it's a I'm sorry, not an app. It's a Chrome extension for uh, the Chrome browser, and it turns off your Facebook feed. So like I engage with people uh, on like DMs and stuff on Facebook. Yeah. And I manage like social accounts and stuff, but my feed like is I can't even see it most unless I turn the extension off. Right. But yeah. I just it's easier not to do that. <laughs> it's easier not to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> a lot of times, because because that's the trap. That's the the feed. You you start scrolling and then all of a sudden you're like oh. And then it's an hour. Fifteen minutes. You're yeah. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or an hour. It's nuts. It's like Netflix you didn't sign up for. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> a show you're watching that you didn't mean to watch. It's just an accident. And YouTube's even worse. Oh, so bad. Mm-hmm. We don't we watch YouTube like there's a, a YouTuber Philip DeFranco. I've heard that name, I think. He does like news and politics and stuff. So okay. we watch him okay. because that's interesting and it's kind of like our version of the news because I don't really I don't listen to much of the other news. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm um, I'm the same way. It's Nope. <laughs> for the same for the same reasons as the Facebook thing, honestly. Yep. I'm sorry, but uh, oh, no. DeFranco. De, de yep. So we like him. He's and he's yeah, funny, yeah. and it's he he'll like share other interesting things that we end up off on those tangents. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. But and then I like Anna Akana. I think Anna Akana. Yeah, she's like another girl. She does a bunch of different YouTube like videos. I don't know. They're just funny. Like what? <laughs> Um, I, th- I think YouTubers and like the entire thing is she crazy. She focuses a lot on mental health. Interesting. And, okay. Like, different things and like how people interact and stuff like that. So, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting to me and her version of things. Yeah. So interesting. I would check her out. Yeah. Anakana. How do you spell that? Do you know? No, I'll have to look. All right. <laughs> You'll have to let me know. Yeah, I follow a few people on YouTube. Uh, like a lot of entrepreneurial type people no i shouldn't say a lot a couple entrepreneurial type people um and some people that are just you know like video creators just more creative side of things like trying to tell a story um i just i because i make some videos myself for like clients i work with in the digital media space and i can appreciate good you know like uh video editing and stuff yeah. like that because i'm not the best at it so uh i think it's cool to see some of that kind of stuff but yeah, it's you watch one video and then it's easy to just get to the next and the next. And so <laughs> Yep, it is. <laughs> yeah. But down the rabbit hole. Yeah, seriously. Do you follow any like cake artist type people online or Um no I mean on Instagram, not on YouTube okay. really. Do you learn anything that way or Yeah, especially with Maggie Austin. Mm-hmm. That's actually how I had found her and then I got her cookbook and then mm. I wanted to take her classes. But she'll share different like cakes and different flowers and stuff and if people ask questions she'll then like share the answers to the questions okay or if you like message her and ask her a question she's pretty good about answering back mm. so that's cool it's pretty interesting mm. yeah another one i noticed uh on instagram like a small niche of like people that i wouldn't have guessed like cake artists and like <laughs> yep. just different little things like i 
I saw a few Instagram pages that were huge, like hundreds of thousands of followers on them. They were just like woodworking stuff. I was like, that's pretty wild. I even saw, did I, I think I got retargeted for an ad on my Instagram feed, excuse me, uh, for a course for woodpreneurs. What? <laughs> like a... That's kind of cool. Yeah, like start your own wood making course, like that kind of thing. And I mean, being in the digital marketing space, uh, there's a lot of courses out there and some of them are good, some of them are, but I don't need to say anything more about that. It's just funny that, you know, out of everything comes a course. Like, is there is there any kind of like cake artistry course online? Oh, that... yeah. I'm sure there are. There's definitely, I think there are like master classes or on Craftsy, they have all of that. Like fondant courses, like how to cover cakes and fondant and how to do all of that. There's tons of different stuff that you can buy. And Okay. Is fondant like... I'm thinking fondue, fondant. Fondant is that word association. That, like when you see a cake and it's like smooth and has like this kind of rounded corners. Okay. It's like the covering that goes over the buttercream. Oh, interesting. It's okay. what you do a lot of like your detail work with and um, any like little swags or anything that looks kind of like almost like fabric or like a clay kind of thing. Mm, okay. Is it edible? It's edible. Okay. It doesn't taste very good. No. No. <laughs> but we don't need, it, we don't it need helps that achieve looks that otherwise wouldn't be possible. That's fair. And the real good stuff's on the inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, that makes sense. Um, interesting. Have you ever thought about like teaching any of the stuff you do? Um, yeah, I've thought about it. I feel like I'd like to learn a little bit more before I move into that phase of things. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think down the road I'd like to do that. Um. Like, I'd like to teach, like, classes for people who are a little more advanced. Because I feel like I wouldn't do well with, like, children classes. Okay, yeah, yeah, Or, like, I could do beginner's classes, too. But it'd be more fun and fulfilling to kind of, like, do the sugar flowers for people who um, kind of already know what they're doing or, like, the more advanced stuff. Hmm, okay. That's cool. Do you think that... uh... How long have you been doing cakes? Ten years. Ten years. That's not enough. You need more. Yeah. Before you start. I still think I need okay. more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I because I mean, out of all the people that follow you on Instagram, like you probably have uh, a lot of cake artists that are looking at your stuff. Yeah. So that'd be you could definitely teach that kind of thing. Yeah. If like, you got um, it. Stacy, who owns Cake Shop CNY, she's okay. on Skinny Atlas. She okay. teaches classes and stuff, and her work is like flawless. <laughs> oh really? So yeah, it's beautiful. Um, we have like a little bakery coffee hour where we invite different bakers and stuff like that and kind of like network. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So I actually started it. Um, nice. Yeah. Me and my friend Liv, who she owns Blueberries and Lace, which is a food truck. Okay. So it's like a dessert food truck. Um, we had gotten coffee kind of like around when we were just starting to be friends and I was like, oh, it'd be really cool. Like I've always wanted to start like this little coffee hour where we can just invite people who bake around here and like yeah, yeah. Who own bakeries and stuff like that and she's like you should do it and i was like okay and like she's like no like you should do it so we invited people and people came and and it's been great that's so, awesome how many people go um it ranges sometimes we just have like six of us sometimes we have like between 15 and 20 i feel like wow. we had one really big one we all met at um dominic's and that one was mm, massive yeah. was so many people um we had like my assistant, she 
has been at all of them because when we were at Sugar and Company, we hosted the first one. Okay. And so, and then we've had like Debbie from Half Moon before I was there. She came to one of them. Okay. Um, she's Yamin. the owner. Yeah, she's right. the owner. Um, Yamin from Stoop Bake Shop when they were around. He yeah, came. yeah. He's like crazy, like bread baker and French pastry. Yep. dot com or on Facebook or Just what? Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's using the tool properly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Example A. <laughs> That's cool though. The uh yeah, the stoops now it's something else now, right? Yeah. It went it was Scratch Bake Shop. Yes. Or yes. Scratch Bake House or something. And then I, now I'm not sure. The uh, oh Eric, the yeah. guy who owns Scratch Bake House. Or yep. is he the owner of Scratch yeah. Bake House? I thought so. Uh he's actually gonna be on. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Do you know him? Um, I have met him he was like at one of the farm to fork events that I've done and okay. stuff like that. So and I had seen him when I was in the bakery and stuff like that. Ah, okay, cool, interesting. Small world in Syracuse. Oh, Syracuse is very small. Well, I went to. I grew up in Vestal, Binghamton area. Okay, yeah. Went to school in Oswego, and now I live in Syracuse. This is the biggest area I've lived in. (laughs) Like, still pretty small though. Mm. Crazy. Uh, Do you grow up around here? Yep, I grew up. I went to CNS High School. Okay. So, and then now we live in Liverpool. Gotcha. Liverpool's a nice area. Yeah, I love it there. It's like around everything but it's not too busy so yeah yeah nice. there's a limp lizard over there which is yes, cool is. <laughs> i like that place <laughs> they have a bull and bear roadhouse too which is so good bull and bear roadhouse i've heard of that well they have one in fayetteville they have one in east syracuse okay it's just local chain uh yeah all right huh interesting hmm and then you went to alfred yep and that's albany area right Hmm, south of rochester <laughs> yeah opposite yeah, direction <laughs> not quite yeah show so much i know it's like really in the middle of nowhere though it's like a town with one street and two schools on either side of it and that's about it uh, is it is there an alfred and alfred state yes okay yep. maybe so the this alfred u is like the artsy school and alfred state was like the tech school okay so are they both in the same area oh yeah they're we could literally walk on to their So camp. the other one's not in the uh, Albany area? No. I'm still super wrong. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Interesting. So, and you learned a lot of what you know at school. I learned no? a lot of what I know in the industry, I think. Okay. They taught us the basics at school, definitely. But I feel like there's so much more that you learn on the job, like how quickly you have to move and like how to multitask and, you know, how, when to make the decorations that go on the cake and how long to let them dry and different oh, stuff wow. like that. Yeah, it's they give you the basics in school. Um, I have so I went for an associates and we did like it was basically set up like a bakery. So we had like a station that did breads and we had a station that did like fine dining desserts and then we had one that did like case desserts for sale to the public and then they had another section that did like the desserts for the cafeteria. I talk with my hands. Sorry. You're fine. <laughs> I hit the microphone. So It'll, be fine. Um, It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And so it basically like they tried to give us like a real world experience and what it would be like, but it's just ever so slightly different. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. The training isn't the the best training's on the job yep. for sure. Um. So what was your degree in? Um, baking production and management. Wow. I never would have guessed that was a degree. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Well, like, I went to school for business, very, like, plain Jane. Like, I just, and even that, like, wasn't very specific. But 
that sounds way more useful, honestly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't mean to shit on all of business schools, <laughs> but like, because, uh, you know, credit, credits and debits, accounting, like it's it's a good skill to have, but it's not as like nitty gritty and like specific as like that or going to a trade school to be a plumber, or, like right. very high level. I think a trade is different because you're like, you're learning skills you're literally going to use on the job. And we took some normal classes that were like we had like management and we had um serve safe for like sanitation. Oh okay. Which was probably the most terrifying thing because it taught us all about like the different bacteria and food and <laughs> I'm like, oh God, I never want to eat at a restaurant <laughs> again. <laughs> but um so like, you know, we had like uh food costing and stuff like that. Okay. Which was it's interesting, but I definitely like the lab portion of everything yeah, a lot better. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's nice that you got like a little of both, though. Yeah. I mean, with my degree, it was mostly all high-level stuff. Like, there was no... I mean, I went to school to be an accountant, and I didn't continue down that path, but I didn't learn anything about uh, managing, like, being an accountant and, like, running a business and managing clients. Like, it was all... It was all, you know, problems like, uh, like, <laughs> like potential problems, yeah, but not like actual things. Yeah, none of the, I don't want to say intangibles. I don't think that's the right way to put it. Like all of the actual solving the problem, but nothing else about the job. Um, like, I don't know. Some people, some I know. I know people. There's a career coach in Syracuse uh, who I also found on Instagram that he posted something on Instagram yesterday, like at your job, did you ever need to like know this, some history fact or something? And like, but you have to take these prerequisite classes to like do the thing. And it seems kind of silly. And I don't know. I'd, I'd rather like have something hands on than yep. history lessons. Yeah. Did not, I did not like that part about school. No, it's just that stuff never really captivated me. I have to, yeah. like, be doing something and learning that way. I learn a lot more hands-on. Like, it's weird. I'm not really great at math, but I understand, like, food math. So, like... Oh, okay. Like, conversions? Stuff, yeah, like, conversions. I can do that all, all day. Right. And, like, different things, like, when... There's, like, different food math that you can do. Like, if you bake something and you're going to lose this percentage of it and you end up with this and then you're trimming off this much. And, I like, I understand things that I can, like, kind of... Like, look at it and be like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. It's, like, practical. That's a great skill to have, though, because yeah. I'm sure you notice that translating into your yeah. other, your life in other areas, too, as far as, like, bills and, like, management of finances and that kind of thing. Yep. I yeah. bet, like, it's, it's, it's a useful skill to have. It definitely is. Keeping your brain sharp. That's cool, though. So, you're thinking about teaching classes um, eventually. Eventually. Yes. Do you have like a timetable? No. When do you want to start? <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I have to see like where, like how things pan out and where we are a couple of years down the road. Yeah. So. Still in Syracuse, you think? Definitely still in Syracuse. Definitely still in Syracuse. Yep. Still being cold all the time. <laughs> yeah, still uh, being cold not all, all the time. Not all the time, just like five months out of the year. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> five months this of winter, five months of summer, and then a little bit of spring and fall in between about it <laughs> the summers are so nice i know they are nice they're beautiful i love the summers here it's nice and moderate yeah i went down to alabama in march my uh grandparents were right on the uh beach in alabama like 
on the border of Florida and Alabama, just on the Alabama side, on the beach, on uh, the Gulf. And I have asthma, and the humidity from the ocean while we were there for seven days was killing me. Absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. It's not too great for running either. No, no, it's not. <laughs> we actually did our honeymoon down in Florida, which oh, yeah? it was in June, and it was atrocious. It was so humid, and it was uh, just gross and hot, and I was like, nope, no, never. As soon as you step outside, this you get isn't a shower. too bad, I guess. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather be further west where it's not as humid, I think. I think it's not as humid. I don't really know. I've never been there. From what I hear, <laughs> it's the word on the street. Um, so thinking about teaching classes, though, uh, would you only do in-person classes? Like, would you do anything I online? Do no. No? I've tried to do YouTube. and. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so my brother, he does all, like, the YouTube and All the YouTube stuff. <laughs> yes, all of that stuff. Interwebs, cameras, <laughs> He's, like, stuff. on TikTok and whatever, and <laughs> makes me feel old. <laughs> He's 10 years younger than me. He just turned 21, so I'm, like... Okay. He's a little more hip. Okay. Well. Um, but he, way back when I first started, he was like, let's do YouTube. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. awful. I'm like so awkward. And I just like, I freeze up. I like know what I'm going to say. Oh. And then I like can't speak or function. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's out of the question. You could do it. You get yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. You're out of your comfort zone right now a little am, bit, right? I am. <laughs> when you, you ask me, I'm like, you've never met me like yeah it's kind of weird right like and on that note i appreciate you coming and sticking your neck out (laughs) (laughs) i promise you i'm not that weird but no no it's fine yeah no i know but you know getting yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit good things can happen yeah yeah um yeah i i know what you mean though a lot of nobody wants to be on camera everyone is their own worst critic like can't listen to their own voice can't look at their own photo uh, yes, but I'm sure that crazy. as soon as I listen to this, I'm going to cringe the entire time because I'm like, oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, the picture thing is totally like, I hate my photo being taken. Oh, yeah? I was at the dentist this morning and I was like talking to her because I, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a photo shoot today. So um, we do photo shoots like with different vendors and stuff. Okay. Um, and today I did one with uh, She Rents Vintage and Paper Crane Calligraphy and there's a couple other vendors. Interesting. So, and today it was at Dino. Okay. So, I basically made a cake and some cupcakes, brought it down, and they style it, and they shoot it, and then we get the photos. But when I was telling my dentist, she's like, oh, so do do they give you, like, pictures of you, like, you holding the cakes and stuff? And I was like, oh, no. No, I leave the cake, uh, and I walk away. <laughs> I hide my face. <laughs> yeah. I bring a hood. And even at work, my assistant will, like, take pictures and stuff like that, and I'm like, make sure it's my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, just my hands. I don't know. It's just a thing. <laughs> oh, it's so universal, though. People hate it. It's crazy. Because, like, I do videos for some people I work with, and nobody wants to be on camera. Nobody. <laughs> and it's funny. Like, I'm not I'm not good at twisting people's arms. So sometimes it's funny. Like, I, I, I'm not going to convince them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you got to want to do it. But I don't know. It's just funny. Everyone hates it something about at least it's not just me (laughs) no oh my god no you are in the majority easily easily and then there's other people that just like like give me the cameras like yeah i'm i'm they're all they're all over instagram too they're funny yeah they're funny (laughs) it's funny my uh my grandma loves having her picture taken it's hilarious we 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 bust her a lot 
<laughs> about her not being in photos and stuff. Very funny. But it seems like you haven't needed it. Everyone just likes your cakes. Your cakes. Yep. <laughs> Which is nice. My cakes can speak for themselves. That's, That's true. <laughs> That's when you know it's real. When you actually uh, have the results. Results speak for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, though. Mm. So do you, you you don't picture doing anything online um but i bet do you know how much your following is like in syracuse it's the majority is in syracuse oh really i actually get the analytics from instagram yeah almost all of it is from syracuse and then some of it is like in lagos which i'm not sure entirely where that is i looked at it at one point but geography is not my thing hmm. like yeah no me all. neither <laughs> um, you're good at other things don't worry and then there's one <laughs> other place and then it's new york city so it's like pretty close there my demographics is like women between the age of like 18 and 35 i think okay yeah that makes um, sense it's like 85 percent yeah, of but... my followers are women and then like 15 percent are men <laughs> so huh. interesting. that's wild see i would have guessed that it was mostly people who are like just cake fanatics yeah like in no particular region at all well i feel like i've made a lot of connections here yeah um like i try to follow small businesses here okay like i don't know i'm big for buying local and going out to local restaurants and all that stuff i think it's important and um so i follow a lot of them and i feel like they followed me back and then i was also featured on a upstate women's magazine okay yeah and i was on the cover for that Back when I first was at Sugar, oh, and wow. then I was on Syracuse.com and on the news, so I think that kind of I did see that one helped. <laughs> yeah, so that was in 2017. I saw that yep. right. Yeah. Uh, in the magazines, that's a pretty big magazine, isn't it? I see it all over, like uh, Freedom yeah. of Espresso, and the, the tables in there. Yeah, I'm not sure that Upstate Women is around anymore. Syracuse Women's is. Oh, that's so what there's I'm two of. That's what I'm different ones, of. and they're both like the free magazines at the grocery stores. And okay, stuff. that's cool. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So you've just made a lot of connections and it's mostly people in Syracuse. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, it, it surprises me too, but yeah. it's a good thing. Cause... Well, because Syracuse is what? Like the greater areas, like 500,000 people? Is it really? I think so. Oh, or wow. four, 450 maybe? I want to... Is the city like 150? I have no idea. I want <laughs> I, I to say the city is like 150 and everywhere from like jamesville to beeville to camillus to like onondaga hill is like 500 but i could be wrong wow i'm not sure <laughs> i'm not sure it's bigger than binghamton and oswego though i can tell you that <laughs> oswego is colder than here oh. way more snow. <laughs> oswego you know it's i would never want to live there it was a cool little college town but the wind there is miserable like with the lake miserable like that's i can deal with cold mm-hmm. wind is just like another thing no thank you no thank you i will never live there again it makes it that much worse yeah seriously although rochester gets it pretty bad don't they yeah yeah i don't know how bad though i feel like they get a couple like really bad dumpings of snow every year yeah and buffalo yeah yeah i feel like they get hit worse definitely well because they have lake erie right there too yep. i have cousins in buffalo oh do you yeah yeah in uh orchard park it's uh it sounds familiar i think i, I think it's it. south of buffalo okay where was your boyfriend like in buffalo okay in, like i don't remember what it was called 
It was like the very like hipster part of Buffalo. Oh, like, really? Yeah, it was really cute. I loved it. I loved Super where he hipster. lived. It was really nice. They had like awesome little coffee shops and like little restaurants and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, That's cool. cool. It's, it is all about local. I do like that. I don't know. I feel like that's it's very big around here now. Yeah. I think it's important because it's the local community and yeah, know, the people who live here. So yeah, it's huge. I'm uh I'm on the board of directors for a nonprofit called uh, Believe in Syracuse. Oh yeah, I've definitely heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh we're regrouping right now, but <laughs> uh yeah, it's cool just to support the area. Like I do a lot of different stuff from like uh feminine hygiene drives and book drives and like a lot of highlighting of local businesses and stuff like that it's a cool organization um but yeah i i think it's important to support local we go to the me and my girlfriend go to the uh regional market every saturday Aww. and and get like all of our groceries there basically we go to wegmans for some things because you know right, we can't get everything right. there but we try our best um like there's a there's a fish guy there <laughs> so i always refer to my guys i got a fish guy I got a veggies guy. I got a mushrooms guy. I got a, a meat guy. No, it's just cool. It's yep. cool. <laughs> I wish I didn't work Saturdays because I feel like I would utilize that more. But uh, I always work when they're open. <laughs> it's so nice. I, I think they do Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. But Saturday is the biggest day. Yeah. I don't know what it looks like on Thursday or Sunday. It might be pretty bare. It might not be worth your time. I don't know. <laughs> but no, it's a cool place. It, it's nice to have uh, to be able to do that. Yeah definitely yeah i feel like it's funny as as things have gotten more uh connected and like globalized with the internet and everything like we've also seen the the rubber band effect with people wanting to support local and that entire thing it's very funny yeah it's very funny but i mean with the social media you have another way to market and to kind of put yourself out there yeah which is really good other than like paper printed stuff and like stuff online but yeah, it's huge. How many people do you get uh, from your Instagram profiles that like want business? Um, it depends. A lot of people. I try really hard to get everyone to email. Okay. That way, like things get so lost in the shuffle on yeah, Instagram. I'm I like, guess. hey, can you send me an email because I'll open your message and then I'll be in the middle of decorating a cake or in the middle of running, and then I'll forget about it. So mm-hmm. I'm always like, hey, email, please. Um. But I've gotten a lot of inquiries lately, especially for different cakes. And everyone's, like, ordering way in advance because I do tend to book out. Yeah. And so I've had stuff for March and June and all, like, it's craziness. And we've been booking weddings, which we typically book out because we only take a couple. Okay. On, like, a certain day because we have to deliver and make sure that each one gets its dedicated time. Okay. Um, but I think I get a lot of orders from Instagram or a lot of inquiries like, oh, can you make this? And then I'll be like, yes. Or they see different things and they're like, well, can you make it this way? So. Uh, interesting. So, yeah, I, I bet, especially if there's a lot of people from Syracuse, you must get a good yeah. amount of inquiries on there. You know, you're looking at your messages while you're running and while you're making cakes, though. I do Maybe you should take off that Apple Watch <laughs> and look at the messages when you have time, Kaylee. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Those notifications are a killer. No, I'm just busting you. But uh, that's really cool. So you only do a couple weddings a year? No, a couple weddings like a weekend. Oh, okay. I was so like, whoa, we you got to tell me what, you, <laughs> what goes into this. To like two to three a day on the weekends. Like 
So on a given Saturday, like two or three. Okay. Depending on where they are. If they're all relatively close, I can take three. And if they're all small, but it really depends on the size of the wedding and location. Okay. Huh. Interesting. And how much time goes into prepping a cake like that? It depends. An average wedding cake probably has five or more hours um, between the baking and the filling and the making the decoration and frosting and decorating. Wow. So. And is that for one person or is that... Um, for like the cake itself, so yeah. But are there is there more than one person working on the cake within that five hours though? Um, so like my baking team will work to yeah. bake the cake. Um, and then my assistant will typically fill the cakes, and then I frost and finish and decorate. Okay. And sometimes I deliver, depending on like I'll normally take one delivery, especially if they're stacked. So if it's like three or more tiers, I'll normally go and stack it on site. So that's okay. like another reason we have to kind of limit what we take because if we have huge, really intricate weddings and they both have to be stacked, it can't be in two places at once. Right. So. Interesting. That's wild. Huh. And then what about, is that like average for a cake you make? Like five hours? Yeah, probably. For a wedding cake. Okay. For like a normal cake, it wouldn't be. Not as long? No. Okay. <laughs> Not anywhere near as long. Well, some of the... I don't know, even just watching some of the videos of you, like, put on the little detail is, like, wow, like, that must well, take a little while. <laughs> like, the piping? Piping is very... Maybe, I don't know my terminology. Like... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it comes to piping, I'm actually pretty fast at scroll, especially. So, like, that oh. really pretty, like, line design. Yes, scroll. Yeah. I recognize that from a caption <laughs> you wrote, I believe. That I can do in my sleep. I'm Okay. That's one thing that I'm very good at and very proud of. <laughs> nice. So, I don't know, it's kind of, it's just one of those things that you just kind of start and then you fill in where it fits and you just kind of let the lines go how really? they want to. So. Wow. Have you ever had any cakes that, like, didn't turn out so hot? Oh, yeah. But you can always, like, scrape them down and refrost or fix okay. them. And I always say that, like, with cake decorating, a lot of it is, like, knowing how to fix problems or, like, hide imperfections ah. because a lot of times, like... You're going to have something that's not completely smooth or right. like a line. When you're piping something, you'll get in a little air bubble and it'll kind of like pop and like mess up the piping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. you have to like... So you're, not, so you're not perfect. Not, definitely okay. not perfect. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so we try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's always something and there are those cakes where you finish it and you're like, yes. And then you hit it with your spatula or when you put it in a box, oh. you take out one of the flowers. It... It happens, but you just fix it and yeah. Oh man. Have there any have there been any like really stressful moments you've had? Like Yeah. Where you've had to get something <laughs> delivered or like just been under the gun? A lot of times like they're I feel like constantly on the weekends we're always on a time crunch. Yeah. And like no matter how much you set yourself up, someone comes in to place a really detailed order or like the fondant decides it doesn't want to work that day so you put it on it's ripping off or Damn something fondant. or you get an air bubble so there's always i feel like there's always something that you have to like adapt to and that's just part of the job yeah so. absolutely problems are gonna arise in yeah. all areas of life including cakes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right <laughs> but we plan for it as much as we can and most of the time things go smoothly and we don't have like any crazy issues yeah so huh interesting yeah because i mean Everything you have on Instagram looks so beautiful. It's cool. But, uh, yeah, I, I imagine that things go wrong sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> there's only so much you can control, right? Only so much. And our summers are not as humid as other places, but they can be humid. 
especially when you have a cake in the cooler. Mm. Um, any colored piping will bleed, and that'll be a disaster. Oh. Um, different things, like, so if there's a lot of condensation, you're trying to adhere, like, different fondant pieces or put certain things on, they'll slide down the cake. Yeah. So there's obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Things can go wrong. That's for sure. Um, and you also make uh, Pastry Chef, right? So a lot of different, well, pastries too, pastries. right? <laughs> yeah. So I know a lot of things I see are those little cookie sandwich things. Oh, yeah, the macaroons. Macaroons. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got to tell you something. I had an argument with my girlfriend one day because <laughs> oh, no. we were talking about macaroons <laughs> and she was talking about the coconut ones and I was talking about those ones. So it's like macaroons. Why are they the same? It's not the, it's not the same. Oh. <laughs> but everyone says it, macaroon, even though it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's one O, right? Yes. Yep. So is it it's macarons or macarons or... Macarons. Macarons? Yeah. Okay. But we just call them macarons because we're wrong. Well, <laughs> I did too, and I was nicely reminded of it one day. It was funny. Why would they do that? Why would they be named the same thing? That seems silly. I don't know. You should, re- you should, you should rename them and start calling them something else. Mm. Start a movement. I have to figure out a good Just name for them. Fix the the whole thing. You, you call them Kaylee's. <laughs> okay. They're, call, they're called yeah, Kaylee's. They're Kaylee's. There you go. <laughs> Everyone will love it. You'll be world famous. People will write history books about you, like a hundred years from now, when when uh, when the the cookie industry shifted and I don't know macaroons I want that and Kaylee's were my legacy. <laughs> well, I mean, you can build on it, but it's it's something foundational to go off of, right? True. You know? um, yeah, I think that's silly, but anyway. Um, yeah, I, those cookies are everywhere. Are they good? I like them. Yeah? Yeah. I They're probably one of the few things that I actually eat. Like, okay. As far as, like, baked goods go. Oh, that's when um, you know. Yeah. That's when you know. <laughs> it's funny because my favorite macaroons that I've ever had are from Legusta's, and it's in New Paltz. It's, like, a vegan bakery. Okay. And which macaroons by nature should not be vegan because they're egg white based okay so makes sense <laughs> how they make them i don't know but they are the best thing i have ever had <laughs> a bunch of flax eggs in there <laughs> something they have, they've got it down they're so good but um i think i started making them back when i was at the casino yeah and then we did them at sugar and we do them at half moon um but they're they're definitely something that like you have to have the technique down and you kind of have to know like what the batter is supposed to look like as you're mixing it because you can mess them up. It's mm, quite easy for it to be really? a disaster. Yeah. More disastrous than cakes? Um, I mean, they just turn out like flat or they like crack. There's like a lot of different things that can go wrong with them. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I see those all over the place, I feel like. Yeah, they're, they're very. They've taken over the pastry <laughs> scene right now. So It's the top pastry? I think it has been for the last couple of years. I, think, mm. I keep thinking it's going to go away. What's going to take its place? <laughs> I don't know. You need a baby Yoda to come in and just oh, sweep everyone. So <laughs> just sweep everyone away. <laughs> everyone forgets about regular Yoda because we have baby Yoda now. No one needs the, <laughs> the macarons. Macarons. Um, crave dessert dessert studio they did a yoda cookie for valentine's day oh really yoda one (laughs) i'm like oh my god it's so cute (laughs) so i I like the baby yoda craze yeah fine with that can you make a baby yoda cake Mm, i probably could might might, be a little bit of a headache (laughs) you might you might get that request i wouldn't 
wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be That's, surprised either. There's been quite a few memes and all the things. Memes? Memes, like the, I mean, no, like, for Baby Yoda, not for oh, oh, oh. cakes. <laughs> gotcha. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you meant, yeah, you're doing memes on cakes. No, I was like, no, that'd no, be no. Cool. I don't think we've, I don't think we have. No? No. Nope. Mm. It's a matter of time. Let's be real. Yeah. This is the age of the internet. It is. It's a matter of time before you have a meme on a cake. <laughs> it's, it's the future. What uh, what cookie would take the... I'm, I said it wrong. Macaron? Macaron. What, what cookie would take the macaron's place? I don't know. Whatever they make popular again, mm. I guess. Because they've been around for a while. Yeah. And they kind of just... They're a French thing, right? Yes, they're a French thing. I did know that. S- somehow. I, I don't know why, but I, I knew that was a French thing. Hmm. Cool. Do you see yourself? Uh, would you ever want to like open your own uh, bakery or pastry shop or uh, like cooking class thing? I think. Or would you do it somewhere else? Definitely. Eventually, I would like to own my own place. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's definitely an end goal um, for me. I'd want a cake shop that did um, high-end wedding cakes and like cakes that you could come in and buy for like birthdays last minute stuff like that yeah yeah mm. so that's cool have you uh the whole lesson thing is so huge now like whether it be uh like making your own wine or that kind of thing have you ever thought about <laughs> like doing a make your own cake thing i mean that would definitely you could definitely do that yeah there's definitely a market people, for that you think people would be into it oh yeah really i've had several people ask me if like i do classes like that but just not yet <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh right okay because that's similar i guess so w- yeah yeah that's in the same vein teaching yeah. okay i guess i was thinking more of like uh no it is a class oh, interesting i just, the way different ideas spread across different industries and like that whole thing i think is crazy it's like i don't know or, or what if there was like a build your own cake paint and sip thing like cake and sip oh yeah that would be fun <laughs> like, that'd be wild you'd have to figure out how to get the liquor license and all of that which is a yeah, headache probably a mess but probably that, a mess. that'd be fun yeah like a girl's night out like oh come decorate cupcakes yeah. and have some wine yeah yeah i got cooking lessons from my mom for christmas oh that's so cute <laughs> well, I, she has enough stuff i didn't want to get her more stuff right experiences so, yeah. are the way to go now yeah i agree i yeah. agree that's so, what we try to do. Me and my husband will go we'll, like get concert tickets for each other for holidays or stuff like that. Yeah, I got uh, my girlfriend, uh, Eliza Schlesinger, yes. comedian. Yep. Oh, you like her? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we're seeing her in uh, uh, March twenty eighth or twenty seventh in New York City. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. She's very funny. She's very funny. I haven't seen too much of her stuff, but the little bit that I have. Yeah, she's, I don't know, she's very animated. Her delivery is excellent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think comedy is a great, great thing. It I is. love stand-up comedy. I feel like I haven't really gotten into it that much. No? No. I don't know why. Mm. But you knew her. I'm yes. surprised. I wouldn't have considered her one of the more well-known comedians. No, I think she's just one of the... I've seen it randomly, whether it's online or something like oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. So. What kind of, like, concerts and stuff? Um, so, the stuff we go to... Okay, so, I really like, like, hip-hop and rap. 
Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, I never would have pegged you as a hip hop and rap person. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah. So I really like that stuff and like, I don't know. Uh, my husband loves like 21 Pilots and like lights okay. and stuff like that, which I really like too. Yeah, yeah. So we go to those concerts and we try to stay away from the stuff that uh, I like. Do you, ever, do you ever drag him? Um, well, <laughs> we horribly bought tickets for Nicki Minaj because I really wanted to go see her oh, when really? she was going to be here, I think it was. and Or no, we were going out. We were going somewhere else to see her, and then she canceled. Can you just pull this up a little closer? Sorry. I think that, I think it fell on you. Yeah, I feel you can, like you can it. Move, you can move this arm, too, if you want. It'll, it'll move for you. Um, Mickey, Nicki Minaj fell through? Uh, yeah. So she, like, canceled her tour or something. Oh, really? to see her. Yeah. So I, I like a whole bunch of music that's probably horrible. <laughs> what do you mean, probably horrible? If, it, if you like it, it's fine. Yeah. That's all that matters. Don't let don't let him tell you otherwise. <laughs> don't let anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> no, hip. Who do you like hip hop and rap wise? Um, it's like yeah, old I'm, stuff, new stuff. All like, new stuff. A lot of like more like techno stuff too. Oh so really? Like EDM stuff like that. Oh so okay. Like, I think I like it because I run to it. Oh, so I want something with a really high tempo and that something makes a lot that has of sense. a good beat. Um, and I'm horrible with artist names for most of the stuff that I listen to. <laughs> so. But I listen to like a lot of Nicki Minaj and like I'm trying to think Tyga and stuff okay. like that. So. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know a ton of like rappers and stuff. The EDM thing with running makes sense though. It just gets you hyped the entire time. Yes. You're just just drop totally after up. drop after <laughs> drop. Do you ever go to one of those like EDM concert things? Back when I was probably like 23, 24. Mm-hmm. It was not really my scene. It's I'm a little too now. intense. <laughs> but it's not my scene either. I'm little and I get stepped on and that just is not <laughs> enjoyable for me. I'm little and I get stepped on. You're not an ant. Like, like come on. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, I don't know. I'm not huge on being around like... Crowds. Yeah. Yeah. Especially just, when they're that rowdy, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I I went to one thing when I was a freshman in college in Rochester actually it uh uh not Sky Armory that's in Syracuse isn't it yes it is uh what's it's some kind of, some kind of armory uh in in Rochester and I'm totally blanking on it I can't think of it it's I, a pretty big place so. I know what you're talking about yeah but I saw some EDM thing there with some people I just met. Like my first week of school, I was like, "Ah, screw it, I'll go." <laughs> oh, and like they were spraying foam soap everywhere, and it was like my skin was so dry and disgusting, and like it was just, it was not the most fun. That time. sounds awful. <laughs> it was not the most fun time. I I will not be back. I will not be back. Um, but I could, the music's kind of cool though. Yeah. Oh like, no, I love it. I think that is like it's so fun and it's just upbeat. Yeah. I really don't like like sad mellow music. Yeah. So. I don't know. That's just not my thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. You're more more uppity. Yep. <laughs> I get that. I used to lift to it, but not really anymore. I kind of got over it. I don't know. You just grow in and out of things. Yeah. I used to love country music. Now I can't listen oh, to it at all. That's one thing I will never, never like. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's all very, this like, bleh, the same. To the point where... Not to shit on hip hop, but like country <laughs> our country singers are like jumping ship to hip hop, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like Taylor Swift. I like Taylor Swift. <laughs> I like her now. <laughs> uh, I like 
liked her before. You liked but, her when she was country. Well, yeah, when I liked country. Now I'm like, and eh, not really fond of either one. But <laughs> it's actually really funny. One time, I, I don't use Twitter much, but I actually looked at Taylor Swift's Twitter bio, and it was. If you do you know what it is? No. It says the old, or at least it did. The old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. It's one of That's the it. song lyrics that she has. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay, that makes sense. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's kind of like when she diverted into that other genre of music. <laughs> okay, maybe that's not as it's. It's not as witty as you thought it was. No, no, I guess not. Or it's just more uh, more well known than I thought it was. <laughs> I still think it's funny. I mean, she's obviously good at what she does. I just it's not my bag. She's doing something right. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Ah, oh, wow, crazy, crazy world. Um, you're running in July, you said? Yep. So when do you start training for that? Oh, I'm training already. You're training already. But like the base levels of training. So basically just building up my mileage, running a couple of miles a day. So like you don't, you can't increase it like super quickly. Okay. So it has to, you have to start off with like a certain mileage and then you, I think it's an increase of 10% each week to get up to the mileage you want to be at. And then your long run should only be a certain percentage of your miles that you're doing for the week so that you don't get hurt. Right. Okay. From overtraining and all of that. Right. That makes sense. I I was signed up for a half marathon uh, a year ago now, actually. Uh, Me and my girlfriend both signed up and she got mono. Oh. And I went down to Alabama and oh couldn't God. breathe. I was I was literally on uh, prednisone. I, okay. I, I knew, yeah, it was not good. Not a good time. We didn't do the half marathon. <laughs> Which half marathon were you signed up uh, for? It was the uh, not gopher. It was in Ithaca. Not s- squirrel. Not gopher. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, what's I, it? What's it called? I don't know. It's a. Uh, <laughs> not it's not a weasel it's not a squirrel it's not a gopher <laughs> some rodent it's uh yeah it's something like that and i'm totally blanking on it but apparently it's super hilly and difficult and also uh, not the best one for your first half marathon apparently not we were looking at dates not courses <laughs> not terrains so that was probably not a good decision maybe it's best it didn't work out that would have that would have been bad yeah um yeah that didn't happen i i like I don't, and I don't run more than like three miles or 30 minutes or 40 minutes at a time now. <laughs> uh, but I, I like that running is that mental challenge. Like, mm-hmm. at least to me, yeah. it's like, can I, can I persist? Can I keep going? It's like, it's like a good metaphor for life, you know, like just keep one more step. It's like a de-stressor for me. Yeah. So like, oh yeah, I have a little bit of anxiety. So that kind yeah. of helps bring me off of that and like work through things during the day like i can just run and kind of let it all go and then i feel very relaxed and accomplished yeah i can relate to that it's i think exercise in general is just incredibly good for mental health it is it definitely like i don't know all the science behind it and i've heard people explain it and stuff but i'm not gonna try but (laughs) like you know it releases endorphins and stuff in your brain that just makes you de-stress less cortisol right yeah Uh, something like that yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna be done pretending I know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> but and I'm over here like I'm not I'm even gonna try. <laughs> I run, I feel better. <laughs> Does that person you watch on YouTube talk about that at all? Uh, like what what is? Because you said she talks about like mental health and that kind of thing. Yeah, so she talks about like a whole array of things, like social interactions and like 
depression and anxiety okay. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think she's been through like a bunch of different really hard things in her life. Um, she has a book and everything. Oh, cool. Um, but she just talks about like different healthy habits and things like that. Right. So interesting. That entire world is wild. Like, um, the reason we're going down in March to see Eliza is actually because my girlfriend's doing. I feel like she should just be sitting here. <laughs> keep <laughs> referencing her. Um, she uh, she's doing a positive psychology course. Oh wow. Um, are you familiar with it at all? No, no. It's. I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, it's all about like you know mindfulness and gratitude and mental health and the whole thing and it's it's very cool um she kind of exposed me to that whole world but we're going down there she's doing this course and i think it's so important in the time where we do have you know the apple watches and all this technology that's quite evidently contributing to this uh mental health epidemic that we have you know people like who you're talking about and these courses that like she's taking and and all this stuff uh to i I know i know having the knowledge doesn't just fix it but right to be aware of it is obviously the first step and i think it's important that uh that's being talked about a lot more it definitely is it's a lot more normalized and people are trying to deal like maybe they didn't know it existed before and then they're trying to deal with it healthy in healthy ways now i guess yeah so yeah well (laughs) because there's definitely not healthy ways to deal with it right like far too often and and it's funny too like just thinking about um like men specifically and like the whole uh you know suck it up just be a man kind of thing like that's tough like you can't swallow that forever you know what i mean like when you're (laughs) really dealing with something like it's okay to get help with something if you need help like absolutely (laughs) it's it's wild it is wild it's an interesting double standard yeah right yeah it's it's not the only one (laughs) no no uh but again uh it's a tool <laughs> social media the internet it's a tool got to use it properly or else it's it's going to hurt yeah i don't know it's it's funny and you're on social media you see like some people that are just i don't know seem like they're trying to compensate for something or just like you know and actually uh my girlfriend has explained to me the positive psychology like explanation of that phenomenon is like you're presenting self so like this this uh perception of who you are and who you uh want to portray yourself as like who you want the world to see you as right like you you hear instagram is just a highlight reel it's not the whole thing oh absolutely i mean even i do that i don't i'm very like business and like here is here are the good parts of my life here's what makes me happy Mm -hmm. i try very hard not to kind of like put things out there i guess things that are like vulnerabilities or like i don't know challenges or stuff i'm dealing with i don't know it's just to me that's very personal and fine. so i'd rather be like oh look i'm running or here's my dog or here's the what i'm baking yeah so i definitely i definitely have my own like curated persona oh yeah but everyone does and and nor do i think it's appropriate to put all your like you know personal relationships like family drama with mom like stuff online (laughs) like i don't think that's the thing um but it does create kind of an issue and but no but it definitely does because then people are like well there's nothing wrong like there's nothing wrong in her life or 
I don't know, or I don't. I know some people will look at them and be like, "Well, their life's not perfect." Yeah. I know it's not perfect. Yeah, but it's, that's not like <laughs> what I'm trying to portray. I guess when I do it, I'm just oh, like, 100%. "This is what I think people would be interested in." Yeah, so, yeah, hundred percent. But I think everyone has a different motive for why they post what they post. Yeah, in terms of like a, a like a personal Instagram thing, like <laughs> it's funny. Uh, you say like I know this person's life isn't perfect. It's it's almost you can almost see like the harder they're trying to make it look like it's perfect, yeah. the more likely it is that it's definitely not. <laughs> but um, in terms of like your cakes and stuff, though, next time you like elbow a cake right after <laughs> you get done, you like, should look. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> I think people would love that. They would, yeah. Especially you know after uh, maybe the nerves have settled a little bit, and you can laugh about it too. I bet people would love that. <laughs> yeah it'd be it'd make things more real i yeah, suppose i don't know i don't know i mean i don't know how much how often that stuff happens i'm not trying to put you on the it spot i just think it's lately, funny but now that i said that it's yeah. i just think it's funny because you know eh, hiccups they happen nothing's worse than though when i'm making like flowers and i'll like go to tap them or something and i like smash my hand into them and i'll like shatter the whole thing it happened to me in my class i was like um, knocking petal dust off of the flower and it smashed one of the petals off and I was like oh okay whoops <laughs> so. too strong yeah <laughs> or I'll just like move my hand and knock something Ugh. you gotta have a little grace right yeah no doing that <laughs> man <laughs> the grace does not come natural for me no I have to like focus very hard because I'm I talk with my hands and mm-hmm. I'm constantly like not paying attention to what I'm doing. So I'll just move and I'll knock into things. So I have to be very deliberate about what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be. Otherwise, I can imagine. I mean, I don't know what the, the kitchen looks like, but. Uh, this if, kitchen is set up very nice. Spaciously. We have a lot of space. Yeah. So you can flail around a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> my assistant's across the table from me so I can throw things at her. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I don't hit her. <laughs> That's fun. Next time you bump a cake, you should scoop some up and chuck it at her. Take a video of it. People would definitely love that. All right. I'm going to tell Amberly this plan. <laughs> yeah. Macarons are going to be Kaylee's and you're going to be throwing cake and everyone's going to love you. 2020. Here we go. <laughs> that's, a, that's a 2020 tagline right there. Just, just throwing cake. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, I want to be respectful of your time. You should probably uh, wrap this up, get you out of here. Sounds good. Good to go. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, I thank appreciate you for it. having me. Yeah, of course.